Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. Reminding you why we all love living in coastal Mississippi. It's the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk 103.1. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. As I often say, there is no rest for the weary for people in leadership roles. And that's certainly true of my next guest, Dr. Joe Paul, the president of University of Southern Mississippi. USM to the top, Southern Miss to the top. My dear friend, how you doing? I'm doing just great. It's good to see you. you're in Washington, D.C. You're visiting with the legislative delegation. You actually went there straight from Auburn, the regionals. But it's, it's exciting times, and I can't tell you how proud I am of you for the leadership role you played at Southern Miss. Well, I really do appreciate it. Um, you know, Southern Miss is just poised to take off like a rocket ship, and I'm working hard every day with a great team just stacking bricks toward that end. I love it. I love it so much. I, I mentioned, uh, too, that... You uh, the the last time you and I actually visited on the air, you hadn't been named. You were interim president at the time, and we sh- we posted a couple of clips from that from that conversation, and they were viewed thousands of times because I think what it did it hit a nerve because in it I talked about how do you make yourself a viable candidate for that job, and you were so respectful and honorable in the way you answered those questions, but. I think it kind of fed into the frenzy of folks who support you. And, um, you know, it wasn't long after that. It, it was not because of my show. Just obviously those 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 uh, those uh, stars were getting a line long before you and I talked on the on the on the show. But um, but you were named the, the president. So I'm so excited for you. I think it's great for Southern Miss. And wow. It's awesome. Hey, listen, uh, you and I chatted a little bit with Jeff Duncan before before we started the show during the break. I wish we could have recorded that because what Jeff uh, has covered the, the sports scene over 20 years in New Orleans, he knew Will Hall uh, when he was at Tulane. And what he said about, uh, about Will really helped you. I mean, not that you didn't already know this, but Will Hall is going to be a winner. He's going to be a winner, and he's building a team. And as I said to you and Jeff, what's cool about it, and this is the way I always approach my CEO roles when I was in the media business, is that I made decisions that I knew I was going to have to live with five years from now. When you have coaches that come in that are only going to stay a couple of years, they don't they don't decide like that. Will Hall is thinking long term, but he's also thinking about how we're going to win next year. It's exciting to have him, isn't it? It's incredibly exciting. Uh, Will Hall and his dad, legendary high school coach Bobby Hall, literally know uh, every coach in Mississippi and every family that uh, produces great athletes. And I call him Mississippi's Ted Lasso. Uh, But what he's doing is building it the right way, and he's building a culture. And, And, in fact, that's the reason for our sustained uh, success in baseball, but in this third year, you're going to see great things out of Will Hall and the football Golden Eagles. I have no doubt about that. Well, you know, if you go back, you know, th- there were a string of really, really strong coaches on the on the football side that stayed for a number of years. But then we had, you know, we had a sort of long string of guys that didn't stay very long. I mean, you, you mentioned baseball, sixty four years of baseball at Southern Miss and only four head coaches. Lord, how mercy. I mean, has that ever happened in the entire United States? I, I would imagine it's pretty rare. And, you know, when you think about it, 
I get asked all the time, how can Southern Miss be among the top dozen teams year in and year out in the nation? And it's all about continuity and culture. So Hill Denson brings in Corky Palmer as his assistant, and he builds, starts to build a culture and a, in the program. Then Corky comes on as head coach, and he brings in Scott Berry as his assistant. And when he's ready to step aside, Scott steps in. And now that Scott's chosen to step aside, we've got uh, Christian Ostrander, uh, ready at the helm. So we don't, we're not going outside to change something. We've got something that works and we're able to sustain it. It's very, very unusual. And that's why so few players leave our program. It's because it's a positive culture. It's a place they want to play with coaches that care about them and know what they're doing. Hey, listen, you know this, all my family went to Southern Miss, but except one son, yeah. Justin, who now works at New York City, went to Auburn. Yeah. So we, you know, we're Auburn fans too, and it was it was so cool to see Southern Miss and Auburn playing one another. And to be quite honest with you, we weren't torn about who we wanted to win. We wanted Southern Miss to win, yeah. but it was it's you know what? It's been a fun team to watch. You have this feeling, certainly had this feeling as we headed toward the end of the season and then during the regionals in Auburn, that this is a team of destiny. And you you know, look, there were you, you, Southern Miss only got a certain number of tickets. I think slightly more than two hundred tickets. Right. Um, what fans had to do to jump through holes uh, uh, to, to actually make it there in force. You felt like that was a home team the whole, uh, the whole time you're watching that, even though you were in Auburn. Yeah. But it was – and then to lose and have to win four consecutive games to be yeah. able to get into a situation to make it to the Super Regionals and then to be able to host it again, yeah. dude, that's incredible. Yeah, it was, you know – uh, our team won five games over four days, and especially when Arbor got knocked out, every game there were more and more Southern Miss people there. And probably, you know, and that's a five-hour drive, and so probably by the finals on a Monday, uh, we must have five or 600 people there. And so it was a, it was a great event, and yes, to uh, now host a Super Regional two years in a row, uh, that's, that's, that's good work. I mean, this team won 45 games this year. Scott Berry has won 40 games or more for seven consecutive years. It's just incredible. And they've won 23 of the last 26. Yeah. But, you know, speaking, there's so much we could talk about, but let's just spend a little time on Scott Berry. Watching Scott Berry as the coach of the team, his calmness, he's so collected, he, he personifies he personifies what he wants this team to be about, which is resilience, ability to bounce back. When you think about the number of pitchers he lost, not only who maybe went for whatever reason and some that had injuries, you think about the adversity he had to deal with, the adversity they've had to deal with during the year. And if they if they get down, the team as a general rule doesn't get down, man. They just put whatever that issue was aside immediately, and they, they have a sense that they're going to win. But they're, they're living Scott Berry's culture and it's exciting to watch it's a brand of, of baseball that is fun to watch isn't it it absolutely is and you know that's southern miss grit right big hairy goals and you pursue them you never give up you never give in you know there are teams that try to win and the way i describe our baseball team is they refuse to lose now they might run out of innings once in a while but they are going to be in it to win it and that's a reflection of, of Coach Barry. And he's also a guy that always takes the high road and does things the right way. So we've just been blessed. He's a fine human being as well. Uh, we've been blessed to have him. And I'm telling you, Coach Oz is, is not going to disappoint us going forward either. What's, uh, what's really interesting about the coach, about coach Scott Barry is to watch how 
the, the television announcers, to watch the other coaches on the team, to watch the other players on the team and how they respect Scott Barry. It's quite amazing, you know, this legacy that he's leaving. Um, anyway, super, super exciting to watch. Um, the other thing is that you think you think about it this way. Last year, Super Regionals, Ole Miss. Ole Miss ends up winning it all. But if you go back and look at that game, which I did, there are a couple of home runs. I'm talking about, uh, well, a couple of foul balls that were inches from being a home run that could have literally changed the entire complexion of that game. And, and Southern Miss is advancing and not Ole Miss. But, you know, you got to have a little bit of luck in this game. But, you know, that's the, that's the reality. But, but you got to position yourself to have that luck. And I think Scott Barry has done an incredible job with this team this year, hasn't he? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. One one other thing about about the about the uh, the super regional, I don't know if it's because be, being with for Southern Miss and with Southern Miss for most of my life, when you get an opportunity second year in a row to to host a super regional and you're going up against Tennessee, you just assume they're going to give it to Tennessee. You just you're just ready for the bad news, and then it comes down that it's Southern Miss that's going to be hosting it in Hattiesburg. Man, what does that do for you? Oh, it does a lot for us. I mean, it gives us tremendous home field advantage, lets us celebrate our, our team again. Probably will have a $5 million economic impact on the community. Last year when we did the regional and super regional, it was $20 million impact. So it means everything. And again, you know, the committee had to evaluate the resumes of the two teams, and they could have made either choice. And I'm sure it was very difficult. Tennessee is really, really good. Uh, but it tells you that we have built a reputation nationally uh, to be chosen to host this super regional. Listen, people think I have some special relationship with you. So it's a couple of people call me and say, man, can you get me some tickets? <laughs> and and what here's, here's the interesting point, and people need to probably understand this, and you can expand on this a little bit. But when I was at Southern Miss, you couldn't sell a, a, a ticket to a baseball game. That's just the reality. And Southern Miss went on a mission to build a really nice venue for having incredible games, which enables you to host a super regional. regional. You, your ticket season ticket sales have been through the roof. And when you go to a, uh, when you go to a super regional like this, you, you're required to, to allot 600 tickets to Tennessee. Right. So when you take, when you take, and then you, you only end up like, what is it, 100 tickets? I don't even know the actual number, but they go to the public. Uh, there just aren't tickets available. That's the yeah. bottom line. There really aren't. Uh, I don't have a ticket for Ricky Matthews or the King of England, even myself. <laughs> and I'm the president. But what happened was, you know, we've been growing in attendance. And so after last year's success, literally, Every seat in the stadium was sold to a season ticket holder. So they had first rider refusal to buy those tickets, and 90% of those of those season ticket holders got the tickets for the So then you've got to squeeze out 600 to Tennessee, and that's why there's just not one to be had. That's right. When we get on the other side, there are actually a few tickets on Subhub and these other distributors, but they're going for... You know, you know, some some cases north of four hundred dollars for a ticket. Anyway, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Dr. Joe Paul. Also, listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. 
This is the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. I have my friend, Dr. Joe Paul, the president of Southern Miss, and we're talking about the Super Regionals. When, when we went to break, though, I mentioned that tickets yesterday when I checked were going for north of $400. I think there were only 21 tickets at the time on, on StubHub. Kyle, you checked. What was the number? The lowest was $609. The highest that I saw just on the first page was $1,497. And there was a pop-up message that said 45 people bought tickets within the last hour. (laughs) Wow. Wow. You know what? Going back over to Dr. Joe Paul, president of Southern Miss, that's so exciting to see, man. The atmosphere, once again, is going to be electric. It absolutely will. It'll be so fun. And then your team has put together these watch this watch uh, opportunity outside of the actual game itself, which is going to be free to the public. And then around the town, you got people having watch parties. But uh, Hattiesburg's going to be on fire. Oh, it certainly will. Absolutely. So, uh, anything else you want to say about football? Because I, I'll, if if we got a second, we'll uh, I'll get a get a quick update on uh, some of the activities you've been involved in. Anything else you want to say about? I said, I said football. I meant f- baseball. Anything else you want to say about baseball? We're just incredibly excited uh, to be hosting, and uh, what a way to send Scott Barry out if we could get to Omaha. You know, the uh, players did that for Corky, and this just seems a little deja vu like. It does. It does. Take one game at a time, man. We're going to take one game at a time. <laughs> and and wow. that's the way that's the way we're going to look at it. Boy, you know what? I, I talk a lot about Southern Miss down here on the coast. Uh, on my shows, it comes up in so many different ways. But Southern Miss is present in so many different ways, certainly with the blue economy, obviously hugely, hugely engaged. But, you know, what's the state of affairs just in general at Southern Miss these days? Well, uh the state of affairs are that there's tremendous enthusiasm. Uh, we're really poised for enrollment growth, even in a declining market. Uh, we're a Carnegie Research One University. Our faculty brought in $122 million in funded research. You mentioned the blue economy and our research across the coast. So over the last two days, I've seen every member of our delegation, all four congressmen, both senators, and top of mind for every one of those is this is incredible what's happening on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. I spoke with Rear Admiral uh, Nancy Hahn with NOAA. Uh, They're moving their marine and aviation operations to the Roger Wicker Center, which we'll cut the ribbon for in uh, October, October the 13th. So there's just, uh, you know, the great thing about all that is, you know, this impact on the on Mississippi's economy, coastal economy, is not something that's 30 years away, 15 years away. It's here right now uh, with Ocean Arrow that you're well aware of. We just finished the incubator. At least four of those six companies are looking at uh, moving some operations to Mississippi. So it couldn't be more exciting time. Yeah. What, you know what's interesting about Ocean Arrow, which we've talked about on the show many times, uh, Mark Henderson, he and his wife, Leslie, started the first brewery and magnolia brewery and uh, and the kill but mark also has a company called log linear group and they have designed sophisticated radar technology has multiple patents and he's worked out of stennis turns out he actually worked with ocean era when ocean era was in california about that and so now ocean era comes back down here and he's working with them here and now but uh, they actually just recently won an award for the Gulf Coast Business Council, a new award that they have. And um, I mean, it's just an indication that they're making their mark in so many 
different ways. But that's just they're just one one innovative entrepreneurial company doing incredible things with these unmanned uh, capabilities in the, on the water. Uh, and then you know where do we go from here? There's going to be incredible opportunities, isn't there? Oh, there there really are. I mean, these uncrewed vessels that surface, uh, they're underwater. Uh, they're satellite communicated with, and I've learned only recently that that because we've got the Mississippi Sound, that we've got we can provide testing in ocean waters, in brackish waters, and even in fresh waters up the rivers. And that, uh, and you may know this, Ricky, because you know a lot of esoteric facts. But the conditions on the Mississippi Gulf Coast uh, are very similar to the South uh, China Bay, and so mm-hmm. for defense purposes. Uh, this is going to be a real important testing site. So uh, it's going to it's going to just take off. It already is. You know, I think you know for so many years, polymer sciences was the thing we all thought about in terms of when you think about innovation. But now you can see the blue economy really starting to rival with the work that polymer science is doing. Not to take anything away from polymer science because they've really established themselves, but it it has that capability, doesn't it? Oh, it absolutely does. You know, when you talk about $122 million in funded research, about a third of that's from polymer science and engineering. About a third is from ocean science and engineering and the, all the work uh, from fisheries to technology along the Gulf Coast. And then the, the other larger driver would be sort of life sciences, biology, biochemistry. chemistry. But yeah, polymer science and engineering and this whole uh, blue economy are, are really uh, front and center for us. Hey, uh, uh, listen, uh, we're almost out of time, but I I, th- I think it's kind of funny to look at social media as, you know, coming back to the game this weekend in Tennesseans, like they, they ragged Hattiesburg for not being able to have an Applebee's, for example. And uh, people have had a lot of fun, you know, defending Hattiesburg and whatever. But um, I think when Tennesseans get there and they see what, what that town is all about, they're going to they gonna like it, I think. Oh, absolutely. You know that. Yeah. And that's for everybody that visits. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Hey, listen, congratulations on the on your success, the success of the university, and, of course, Southern Miss baseball. Can't wait for the game tomorrow. Have a great uh, trip back home, my friend, and a, gr- a great weekend. About to hit it. Southern Miss to the top. Thank Southern you. Miss to the top. This has been Dr. Joe Paul from Southern Miss. We'll see you uh, on Monday. Have a great weekend. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.